Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Good morning, everybody. This is Colleen Edwards-Chesley, and you are tuning in to Women in Leadership. This is our podcast show that we do for our organization, and it's sponsored by Pensacola Business Radio X. We're so excited to be here in Pensacola, and today we've got an amazing guest today. But before I introduce her, I'd like to tell you just a little bit more about our organization. If you're curious, you can check out our website. It's PowerfulWomenGulfCoast.com. We also have a pretty nice Facebook following, and you can get a lot of information on there with our events, and that is Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. And then we have a sister page called Women's Business Lunch, where you can actually just promote your business. So several opportunities to find out who we are. And if you'd read, if you check those out, you'll find that our mission is to promote, advance, and improve women in business. And we do that in a number of different ways. We do monthly networking meetings, both in Pensacola and also in Gulf Breeze. We also do a print magazine from time to time. It's been about a year since our last publication came out, but we are quickly getting back on t- on the track with the magazine as well. We also do these radio podcasts, which are gr- a great way to interview local community leaders about thoughts on women in the leadership arena. We also do Power Up. Power Up is our educational series. It's a 12-week course that we teach business leaders how to be more efficient in their business. We teach them sales skills. We focus on marketing and also on networking. If you're interested in that, our next series is actually going to start on April, um, on August. I said April. It's not anywhere near April. On August 21st here in Pensacola. And you can find information under Power Up Challenge on Facebook. And then we also have our annual conference. So we are literally in conference mode right now. We are quickly getting ready for our conference. It will be on October 19th here in Pensacola. And we will have an event the evening before on Wednesday the 18th. Again, you can check out our Facebook page. You can check out our website to get a lot of information about that. We are featuring a national keynote speaker coming from Chicago. She's going to talk about marketing strategies specifically for women in business. And then we're going to feature our three community leaders. Those are Quint Studer, Sue Strawn, and Andrea Krieger. So some really top-notch quality speakers at our event. We also do a lot of fun. We have an expo hall that we call an experience hall because it's nothing like any other expo hall you've ever been to. And we just have a lot of networking and interaction during the day. We'd love to have you join us at that conference as well. Now, to introduce our guest today, I am so excited to have you here, Terry. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We have in the studio today, Terry Marshall. She's been a friend of mine for for several years now, mm-hmm. and I'm just blown away by what she does, by her passion and her her obligation to help empower women. Mm-hmm. So I've known Terry for um, for a while, and she her organization is called Where Are My Sisters? Mm-hmm. When did you found that? Because you've been doing that for as long as I've known you, yeah, Terry. I have been doing Where Are My Sisters probably for about eight years now. Has it been? Yes, okay. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And she also does a few other things. So why don't you go ahead and take this as an opportunity, Terry, to tell me about, about kind of where you started with the organization. And I would love for you to share the story I already know about the the reason that you've got so much passion behind your organization. Yes, yes. I, like many women out there, all of us, we typically have a lot that we have going on in our lives. 
And as you know, my primary job is I am the foster parent recruiter for Families First Network. So I have to find homes for children in foster care, which is a huge, huge responsibility, but it's also a great one as well. And in conjunction with that, I have started wearing my sisters. I was wearing so many hats at one time when it came down to being the recruiter for Families First, when it came down to being a mediator being an adjunct teacher at, at Pensacola State College, as well as where my sisters. Not only that, but I'm also a pastor's wife. Yeah, that's a huge responsibility yes, right there. Yes, you know, and, and <laughs> I, I typically don't say also my family, but I like to say my husband and my daughter because they both have hats. They both have different things that they do that I'm responsible for also being a part of as well. There's not enough of you to go around. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's very difficult, but my story is like many other women as well because of that same reason. And, you know, the thing about it was I've, I've always loved women. I've always had a passion for women. And my passion was determined and it was revealed to me when I worked at Community Action because I ran the Family Self-Sufficiency Program. And that was the first professional job that I had after um, college. And it was such an amazing opportunity. This was like the job that I had where it did not matter if they did not pay me, which still wasn't a lot, Mm -hmm. but it didn't matter if I didn't get paid. I couldn't wait to go to work the next day. And it was because of the fact that I had an opportunity to make such a profound difference in the life of a person. Mm-hmm. And to see, well, pause for a minute and tell us the type of people that would come to community action because I know who they are because mm-hmm. they've been, they've actually worked with us in the mm-hmm. past and they've been an advertiser in our magazine. So mm-hmm. I love community action and what yes. they do, but tell us the type of people that would be mm-hmm. attracted to their services. Well, people that come into community action typically um, are receiving services because of the fact that they need their light bills paid or they need their rent p- paid. So they're, they're within the lower economic, um, status. Mm -hmm. So they need assistance, you know, and the thing about it is sometimes when we look at people like that, we have these prejudged um, as far as our opinions of where they should be or why they're in situations like that. So this was a great opportunity for me to be able to get past those those judgments, to actually see the people for who they are. Right. To actually put names to those faces. Mm-hmm. And to hear to, their stories. To hear their stories. And to see that they were in situations. We all get in situations. And to be able to help them to get from where they were to where they wanted to be. To see that they had a sincere desire mm-hmm. to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. But they just needed assistance. They just needed Absolutely. help. And I was in a great position where I could offer them that type of help. And I absolutely loved that job because of the fact that I was able to make a difference. And I was able to find who I was as a person, as a woman to find my calling. Mm-hmm. So it was such a great opportunity. And it and it was a very humbling situation as well, mm-hmm. because even though I had an AA degree, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree myself, I realized that the only thing that separated me from them was just a choice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That that was it. Mm-hmm. It was just a choice. And it just made me realize and it made me start to try to make better choices for myself, for my family, mm-hmm. so that I can continue to be in a situation where I could help as well. Right. Because that's the only difference. Yeah. And so 
once that I, I moved on to Families First Network, and even though I love the job, I love being able to help children because they're also in situations. Absolutely. You know, not because of a decision that they made. Right. But because of the fact that their caregivers, you know, they've been abused, neglected or abandoned themselves. Mm-hmm. So my job is to be able to find a safe home for them while we're trying to figure out what is going to be their their ultimate destination as far as are they going to go back with their families or are they going to start you know, become up for adoption? Right, right. So you've got two really passionate, like social work yes. level yes. obligations. I mean, Absolutely. children that are going through the foster system, mm-hmm. I can't imagine the amount of compassion and the amount of empathy and the amount of internal confidence you have to have to be able to do that, but then also what you were doing with Communities First or Community Action. Mm -hmm. Um, So nobody can doubt that you've got an amazing passion, an Mm -hmm. amazing deep-seated desire to help other people. Mm -hmm. So tell us how you turned that into the the organization you have today. Well, the thing about it was because I was wearing so many hats and and because of just where I was and and still wanting to have that more direct impact. Mm-hmm. What I started to do was God led me to start writing. And I started just writing how I was feeling and putting scriptures to it to help explain it, mm-hmm. you know, to give life to it. Mm-hmm. And I started sending it to my friends. Mm-hmm. And then my friends started to send it to their friends. And I started to have all of these women from different states <laughs> that were now receiving these. And I was getting feedback. Wow. And then so eventually. Were you the only woman that ever felt any of these thoughts that you were putting out there? No. And that was the <laughs> great thing about it because you realize. That's the misnomer, right? Yes. Like people always think we, at, at least I do. I can't speak for like it's a women thing or a men thing. But I think I know me internally. What's, it's just that it through things for a reason. And a lot of times we really get confused and we take our hardships, our trials, our tribulations, we take them a little too personal Mm -hmm. from the aspect that we start to make it more about ourselves and not understanding that it's not. Right. It's not about us, but it's about going through this to become one, a better person, but a better person that you can serve others. Mm -hmm. And it's all about service. Mm -hmm. So. With everything that I was going through and being married to a pastor. And let me tell you, I don't know if people understand that, but being married to a pastor is a huge responsibility. Oh, I know it is. You know, <laughs> and <laughs> when I was in the financial, this is the funny thing about pastors wise. Mm-hmm. So I was in the financial industry, you know, 25 years. Well, one of the niches that I got into was religious mm-hmm. um you know, religious staff. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of nuances because some of the churches don't actually pay their pastors. Yeah. So that's a whole financial nightmare when that pastor wants to try to buy a house or a car or anything. And he has zero credit and zero proof mm-hmm. of any income. I mean, he's getting stuff. He's just not, yeah. you know, financial. But it's funny because the ones that were getting paid and, and were managing their money, well, we never dealt with the pastor. We always dealt with the pastor's wife. Oh, the really? pa- <laughs> Yes, the pastor's <laughs> wife ruled the money in the household. And it was hysterical because... They were smart and mm-hmm. they were, you know, a little bit abrasive at yeah. points. I mean, because but it was all because of the the stress that's mm-hmm. put on the yes. pastor's wife. It's yes. almost like inter- taking care of an entertainer full time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah, what I would equate it, it to. Is it that is. your experience? Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. <laughs> so I basically took everything that I was going through and, and being a pastor's wife, it also places you in a position of isolation. Yeah. 
I can imagine that. Um, because you can't just go to, you can't fully be yourself because you can't fully open up to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took all of that, everything that I was feeling, the isolation, the seclusion, just everything that I was feeling, the passion, and I put it into wearing my sisters. And because I realized that if I was feeling this way, I could not possibly be the only person that was feeling that way. Right. And it has. Because that's your internal philosophy is yeah. that it's it's the combination of lots of different people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I took it all and I've started to put it in there. And through that, we it's birthed so many different amazing things. It has birthed um, where we um, we started the writing. We started the Facebook. We've started our Facebook page. Not only that, but we did a conference that we did every October. Mm-hmm. And I remember your yeah, conference. Yeah. And are y'all still doing your conference? I am not sure. Okay. Um, Let us know because we sure can help. Will. Yeah. Um, we have done it every year up until last year. I mean, last year. We did it last year as well. Mm-hmm. And basically the purpose of that conference, like even on my job, we have to have 60 training hours a year. Mm-hmm. Everybody does not have that opportunity to get that. So in order to empower women, you have to constantly give them the tools that they need to be mm-hmm. empowered. Just assume that everyone has it. Mm-hmm. So the conference was basically giving knowledge, giving information. And we've had so many different professionals. You've come out to speak. and. Yep. We've had um, Kristen Marks, my peak yeah. attorney. She's come out to speak in, you know, like I said, financial planners. And we've had just all of these an array Y'all of done topics. a great job. Yeah. yeah. I've, either, I've either participated or watched the conference yeah. every single year. And you've yeah. always done an outstanding job. Yeah. And thank you. And we've had all of these different speakers that come out to give them information. And then, and then what we do is we wrap it around. Um, we have full manicures and we have mm-hmm. free massages and mm-hmm. we have free food and we have games and and y'all cut up y'all have fun yes because this is the thing to learn and to give out information does not have to be in such a way to where you're like oh my god what time is this going to be over with right exactly <laughs> you know? so we actually we actually created it in a way where the atmosphere was such an an energetic type atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I, the exciting thing about it was the women loved it. Mm-hmm. Every year women come, every woman, women, you know, every year. And I had someone to come to me and she said, cause it's a free event. And yeah. I vowed that this would always be a free event. Yep. Um, because I want to make sure that all women get this information. Sure. And I had someone to say to me, she said, did you look out in the parking lot? Did you see the caliber of cars that were out there? She was like, they can afford to pay for this. You should, mm. because understand, sometimes I have to bear the burden of paying for a lot of this. Well, yeah, I mean, that's you can't what we put do. this on for nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So guess there what? There are costs. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I said, you're right. I said, but this is the thing that you don't see. You can look out into the parking lot. You can see the caliber of cars. But what you don't see are the phone calls of someone saying, I hey, I heard about this event. Is it free? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I'm walking to it. Mm-hmm. I'm catching the. I want to be there. So if that's just one person mm-hmm. or five people, it will always remain free because we don't we don't have enough for them. Mm-hmm. And we talk about women and we talk about women empowerment. But my question is, 
how well are we empowering women if we're only empowering women that are like us? Right, right, right. Well, okay, so here's a super easy solution for this. If mm-hmm. if that's your issue and you want to, and I tend to be like a people pleaser a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not always the best trait because I end up being conflicted a lot uh-huh. because there's great people that say they want the opposite of both things. You know yeah. what I mean? It's hard to do that. But what we've had to do, because we run in the same thing, our mm-hmm. conference, we provide a ton of leadership. We provide the yeah. food's free. I mean, we beg and barter for everything at our conference. I know, <laughs> I you know, you know exactly what that's like. We walk around town just asking people for stuff and they look at us like, why should we give you stuff? And then we give them our, you know, our sales pitch again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you have to do that and you have to see a certain number of people. But the way that we've handled it is we, we do something called, um, and it's got a super long name. I don't know why I make up these long names, <laughs> but it's called scholarship. Uh, PWGC Pursue Your Passion Scholarship Conference Pay It Forward Program. Mm-hmm. And that's a super long name, isn't it? Imagine getting an mm-hmm. email for that. Um, but um, basically what it is is we have a form that if somebody wants to attend our conference for mm-hmm. free, they fill out a form. And the form asks them, you know, their name and basic information, business information, how long you've been in business. You know, we don't ask them why they want a free ticket. But we ask them what they're going to do to give back to the conference. Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to give them a free ticket that we're charging other people, yeah. you know, and we charge 50 bucks to, you know, to start for when we do the early bird registration. So we're giving them the value, the same value. We're not going to give them a different value at the conference mm-hmm. because they got in for free. So we ask them what they're going to do to give back for the conference. Yeah. And that's where we get a lot of our day of volunteers. And some of these people have never worked a conference or done anything, but they could hand out flyers or they could, you know, hand out door prize tickets or they could smile and tell people where the bathroom is, you know, stuff like that. And it empowers them to have more of a leadership mindset. But we also on that form, we also ask them to they're obligated that they're going to do something different next year. So next year they're going to either manage their money better and they're going to buy their own ticket, Mm -hmm. which we're stoked about because we just created a buying ticket member mm-hmm. um but or they're going to pay it forward to somebody else yeah. and they're going to buy somebody else's ticket and so we go around and we find um businesses that want to sponsor that mm-hmm. so that's a way you could kind of do both you could charge for yeah. the people that could afford it but then you could make an opportunity where the people that can't afford it have an opportunity to do it and not saying that you would do it like we do it mm-hmm. but we've just found that this is a way that that helps kind of absolutely. in a lot of different areas. Absolutely. That's great. So. That's great. That's great. That's uh, that's great. Thank you. Thank absolutely. You. That's great. And see, that's what we do. We share ideas. Exactly. <laughs> and y'all do such a great job. I want to, I want to always be supportive of you, you guys. And I think it's really cool. Um, what you've been able to accomplish over these years. I remember, I mean, years and years ago, the earlier conferences mm-hmm. were a little bit different of a mm-hmm. feel. And yeah. you've done the kickball tournaments. And oh, those yes. are, you know, a blast. Y'all yes. still doing the kickball tournaments? Yes, we, we, yes, yes, we do the kickball tournament. And the great thing about it is everything we do is about giving back. Absolutely. Um, and the kickball tournament, um, the great thing about it is this is a way of giving back, but, you know, you know, we're always having our suits on or our dresses yeah. on, our hair done, our nails done, you know, but this is a way of taking all of that off and being able to just have a great time and still be a woman. And um every team that registers, there's a fee. But the great thing about it, every team has to identify charity that they're kicking for. See, that's super cool. And exactly. they get into it. The teams like yeah. dress up. They're like, that's right. <laughs> they dress they're, up. They it's get like the dodgeball them. concept. Exactly. But it's kickball. So but it's kickball. hopefully less injuries. Yeah. And then the winning team, we make a, a donation to the winning team's charity. That's so So cool. that's a great thing about it. So that's still 
that's still a way of giving back. We need to, PWGC needs to get their button gear and be a team for that's you because right. we need to. So you um, what what time of the year do you do the kickball We normally tournament? do it around March. Okay, that's what I thought it was. Which is spring. so tricky. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We'll try to be ready. Maybe yes. that'll be our first of the year activity. Yes, so yes. In January, we'll get those girls out there and we'll start doing some kickball. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's been so much. It, the, the tricky thing about it is it rains. Oh, and that's I know. like the rainy, but that's the best time because that's before other sports well, start. Well, it's before it's too hot. It's before it gets too hot. It's before other sports start. So, you know, Pensacola is, it's very known. Our area, our community, you know, we're very in doubt when it comes down to sports and our children in sports. Mm-hmm. So that's a great time to have it before those things begin, you know, you know, and like you stated, you don't want to be out there if it's extremely hot as well. Absolutely. Um, but then, you know, you, you know, you have to deal with the rain a little bit, but that's okay. We can do that. It is true. It <laughs> yeah. is true. Well, now I want to ask you about something else. Um, the latest Fortune article, not the, you know, Fortune's the, you know, be all and all mm-hmm. of things, but they just came out with an article called the 50, the world's 50 greatest leaders. Mm-hmm. And so these are world leaders. These are, you know, not just United States, but world leaders. But I went through the list and less than half of, or less than a third of them are women. Wow. I know. So I wanted to ask you about that because you're doing something that really helps highlight successful women Mm -hmm. and not that we have any world leaders here in Pensacola. Mm -hmm. That would be really cool that we're women. But we have world changers. We do have world changers. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. And you've been a good supporter of encouraging that. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing I wanted to point out, so you've got the Fortune article saying you know, less than a third are women. And we know that still in leadership, women are not the, you know, represented adequately. Um, But it also, according to some of the, the, um, the information coming out and like lean in and some of these, you know, girl um, boss, babe, and some of these, uh, or girl boss, whatever, you know, some of these concepts out there, they're talking about the realization that a lot of times women are afraid to share their accomplishments, or they're intimidated to share their accomplishments. And I'm an example of that. I was raised in a household where, you know, my mom basically told me to, you know, my role was to be supportive and, you know, do everything I could to help my husband and that I'll have whatever my husband does, that'll be like the primary thing. And I know she never meant that the way it sounds now. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of my early thoughts about, <clears throat> you know, hey, do a good job and 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 you know, pull your weight, but don't be the don't be the person on stage like announcing that to, you know, anybody that that it's okay that men can do that. You know, they they need to take credit, but it's more they did that in the family rather than the female. Mm-hmm. So, they talk about because women don't share accomplishments either, they're less likely to approach their boss when it comes time to ask for raises. So, therefore that further you know, worsens that wage pay gap that we've all been dealing with. But I'm a big believer that we can overcome a lot of that by celebrating our successes. Amen. And by talking about the things that we are doing correct, there's so much negativity in this world. At least for me, I end up getting this, a lot of this head trash going on and it can weigh me down, even though I'm a very, I think I'm, I'm, you know, can be pretty confident, but it's a daily struggle for Mm -hmm. me. And so I think the more we can do to help celebrate and help remember and help you know, just just replay these positive memories, these positive accomplishments. We can help each other when they're in times of of need. Absolutely. So you're doing something really awesome to mm-hmm. support that. And you came over to my um, <clears throat> office on Tuesday and interviewed me and yes. put me on the spot. And I was not very happy about it. <laughs> I love it. I know. I know. So now I'm going to turn the tables and put the spotlight on you. Huh? You didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> 
No, but the reason you did that was because I'm I am one of the award winners mm-hmm. for the event that you've got coming up in two weeks. Yes. And I'm not here to talk about me and being on there, although that's that but is that's super okay. cool. <laughs> that is super cool and I'm very happy about it. But I'll it, do it for you. Well, you can, but don't feel like you should, because I want to talk about mm-hmm. you and why this is an important concept for women. But um it is hard for me because uh, this is the first award I've ever been given for my work in Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. Now, it's not the first time I'm going to be on stage. I was successful in the financial career for the volunteer work that I did there with the Political Action Committee and for leadership within the the financial industry. So leadership is a common thread mm-hmm. kind of for me. But this is the first time officially, like, I'm the yeah. one getting the award. So it is kind of tough for me. But um, I think it's super cool that you're doing this. And so um, when you put out the announcement about, hey, let's, you know, let's nominate because basically your your event is a an awards luncheon to celebrate the award winners. Mm-hmm. And the winners got there because somebody nominated them Absolutely. and then they go through the nomination process, you mm-hmm. know, yada, yada. But when I saw your announcement come out, I put it on my calendar immediately mm-hmm. as soon as I saw it. And I said, I've got to nominate people because I'm so Bless that you're doing this because I think we need to share more success mm-hmm. of women. And there are so many women in this area that are deserving of successful things. Mm-hmm. So when you did that, I put it on my calendar. Now I procrastinated till, you know, the end right before the deadline, but I had a whole list and I probably had at least 15 women that I was going to mm-hmm. nominate. And time's getting, you know, closer and running out, but I was able to nominate four different people off that list. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was, you know, that was such a minor contribution on my point, you know, my part, like Mm -hmm. there's so many more people that should be nominated. So tell me your philosophy behind kind of why you're doing this and why, you know, and what the event actually is. Okay. Well, the event is called Inspired to Inspire Luncheon of Honors. And if you think about the term inspired to inspire, we have, we have a lot of phenomenal women in our community, the Northwest Florida area that are doing some amazing things. But like you stated, they're being understated mm-hmm. and or at least not celebrated. Absolutely. And, you know, and we're not we going to celebrate. About it. No, right. We're not going to stand up and celebrate ourselves. No, we've got to have. And I'm the exact example. That's why it's so hard for me, because I'm like, why am I getting this award mm-hmm. and other people should be getting it? But somebody needs to get it right. Absolutely. We need to be celebrating these things. So go on. I'm and, sorry. And, and this is the thing. We bring so much to the table. We give so much. And like you stated, we don't talk about it. We just do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you can, I was actually in the process of thinking about all of the different things that where my sisters has done. And I was kind of like, wow, I forgot we did that. <laughs> I forgot we did that. Yeah, no because kidding. of the fact we just do as women mm-hmm. and we have this inner thing. Let me say this. Let me start by saying this. Start by saying this. Even though we are to help our husbands. The Bible does say that when it comes mm-hmm. down. Um, and I don't it, mean when I went through that story yeah, about me no, no, personally, no, no, no. I, I am full on about. No, no, no. I understand. Everybody having their own views yeah. and roles. And no, 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 no. You were fine. You okay, were fine. Cool. It does say that as women, um, as the wife, we are mm-hmm. to be their help meet. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that because that's what the word says. But God also placed something inside of us as well. Mm-hmm. He placed gifts and talents inside of us as well. Mm-hmm. And some of those gifts are to be used and can be used in order to continue to elevate our spouses, mm-hmm. to help our children to get to nourish them and help them to become who they've been created to do, to be. But guess what? 
that's not it. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much more. Mm-hmm. It, it is to help our community. It's to be a blessing to others. Whatever your gift is, it does not have to be limited to just the areas of your family. Right. The giving means a broader sense. Exactly. Not a literal just give to this one person. Sense. Exactly. And I think that's where we kind of get confused mm-hmm. because sometimes we feel like it has to be limited. But guess what? It's to so many other things and so many other entities. And and it could be anybody that you come in contact with, anybody that you touch. Mm-hmm. And when you start to think about it, the question you have to ask yourself is, what has inspired you? Mm-hmm. And then when you ask that question and you, you come up with the answer, um, realizing how was I inspired? Then you have to say to yourself, now, how do I inspire others as well? Mm-hmm. So that's where the whole concept of inspired to inspire has come from, because I have to say, how was I inspired to make a difference? W- what is that? What did it for me? What was that thing that motivated me to say, I want to give more? I want to be more, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't matter. And I think sometimes we feel like because sometimes we may get a paycheck that that means, well, that's my job. Right. But guess what? Um, Even though it may be your job, you still can determine how much you choose to give on your job. Sure. And some of us go way above and beyond, you know, what we give mm-hmm. because of the fact that we're inspired to do that. Right. So now that I do that. How can I take my life and allow it to be an example to inspire others? And that's what Inspired is. It's women coming together to say, hey, I'm a woman. You're a woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I get it. Mm -hmm. I see you. And I want to celebrate the wonderful things that you're doing in the community because no one may have ever said to you that you're great. That's you're so amazing. That's you're so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You are able to manage your husband, your children who were so active in volleyball and chorus and this and SGA and all of this. Mm-hmm. And your husband was off doing this and getting his awards and doing this. And you were still working yourselves and yep. you were still helping with those Girl Scout cookies. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's okay just to be an encouragement to others to say, wow, you are doing it. Yeah. And I think we don't do that enough. So then... So we compare ourselves to the wrong examples or we just... I don't think we think about it. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a conscious... I don't think it's something that we just consciously think about. I think for women, we are so caught up in just doing. Yeah. Because if Cause you I, think about what you do, mm-hmm. how often do you really think about... or do, When you wake up in the morning... Or before you go to bed, because I've seen your calendar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> when you're adding things to the calendar, you're, you're, you're conscious of those things when you're thinking about, okay, it's time for me to do this. It's time for me to do that. You're mm-hmm. conscious of that. Right. But how conscious are you when it comes down to why is Colleen doing this? You mm-hmm. know, why is she doing this? And how many people is she really touching? Mm-hmm. Are you really conscious of that? Well, I am personally because mm-hmm. that's what I do. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast does is 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 operate to support others. Mm-hmm. I always talk about it in the meetings. I always say, this isn't my organization. This is y'all's organization. Yeah. And I always, you know, point out to the mm-hmm. crowd. So, I mean, I'm always, I always have that kind of mindset, but I would not think that all women are that way. No. I think, I think most women are not. They're, they're almost, I don't know if it's we're so busy, we don't even look up. You know, or you think it's some of that or where there's so many expectations of us. We can't afford mentally to like get distracted from things. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and I honestly think though we do compare ourselves to the wrong examples. We yeah. can sometimes when we're struggling, like you asked me how long, you know, what have I struggled with or mm-hmm. what have I given up through these 14 years or 13 years that I've been doing the organization and it's been a lot. You know, there are endless sacrifices, endless things I've given up, but um but a lot of that has been you know, it's it's the expectation that you have to do that. But when you're going through that, when you're in the middle of that and you're giving mm-hmm. up all this stuff, I couldn't help but looking at the people that it didn't seem like they were giving up anything. You know, they were they were maintaining success, but they were also vacationing. And I was looking around going, I haven't had a vacation in years. You know, even on my vacations, I still work. Even on Saturdays, even on Sundays, I still work. And I'm looking at these people and Facebook doesn't help. But I'm looking at these people that are doing fun things, you know, mm-hmm. and it seems like, God, wasn't she just on vacation? Now she's on another vacation and then <laughs> she wins this big award or she gets this big, you know, promotion at work. And, you know, we don't know. Those are people that I don't know their inside story. So it's very easy to compare myself to that yeah. point. And what I was probably doing in those situations was comparing myself to somebody that wasn't working Saturdays and Sundays like me, that wasn't, you know, running two and three businesses like I am that they were at a different point in their career. Mm-hmm. Not that that woman didn't have to do that at some point in her life, but she wasn't doing that at that at that point. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, at least that's what I see, is that we're comparing ourselves to the wrong examples. Absolutely. And it's hard because I think we, don't you think we as women, we're really good at hiding what's really going on? Uh, I think we mastered <laughs> that. Yeah. You know, I had a young lady. We don't even admit it. Like <clears throat> the reason that that you and I have this cool connection, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad you shared that with me, is because I shared with you that I was cleaning condos on the mm-hmm. weekends to like make ends meet and to be able to afford to do what I want. But it was so hard for me. I, rem- I don't even remember the conversation that day, but I there are only limited people that I've publicly mm-hmm. said that to. And now I'm saying it on air and I'm saying <laughs> it, I'll be saying it at your event too. Mm-hmm. But I think that's important because I don't think we're real enough with no. each other. We hide even, you know, I want to be that polished professional woman, but I don't want people to know I stayed up last night till three o'clock in the morning and the night before it was up till two o'clock in the morning and I still get up at 530 in the morning. And if you do the math, that's really not a lot of yeah. sleep. Um, but we don't share that kind of stuff with other people. No, do you we find that too. <clears throat> I find that I, I find that too. I think. When it comes down to society, we have really done ourselves. And uh, I think when it comes down to society, it's this, these false images mm-hmm. that we want to look at as role models or to identify as that's how we should be. Mm-hmm. And when you look at people on television or women, I was going to say, are you talking about the media? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, it's so, I mean, how many women in this world, let me tell you, I want to do a conference one day on scars. I want women to look at their body and to, what are some things that you see on your body? Like, like right here mm-hmm. on my hand. You're pointing to your, yeah, yes, on my hand, I'm scar. pointing to a scar that's in the process of healing and every scar on your body, regardless if it's one, if it's five, 20, I don't know. Every scar has a story. Mm-hmm. I got this scar here on my hand because for the month of July, I told my daughter she had to start her own business. And instead of her preparing her for back to school in the conventional way of let's start taking books out, start reading and blah, 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 blah. Right. 
No, I said, we're going to do it in the form of a business where it teaches you about details, where awesome. it teaches you, um, you know, continuing about your math and all of these different things. Right. So she how, just, old, how old's your daughter? She's 12. 12. Okay. Go so ahead. in preparing her to get, to go back to school, she had to start a business. So I hurt myself when I was taking, cause she had to, she did a, a bakery business, Jordan's Sweet Oh my Dream gosh. Treat. Yes. Oh, and I yes. see him on Facebook yes. all the yes. time. She's a little entrepreneur. I she love is. that story. And people just, her her desserts are phenomenal. People yes. cannot get enough of them. Exactly. That is so awesome. So when we started Jordan's Sweet Dream Retreats, one thing she does not like to do is to put things in and out of the oven because of the heat. Yeah, I don't She's either. Afraid. Yeah, I don't exactly. Either. Do you put her stuff in and out of the oven for I her? did and I got burned. Oh, <laughs> look at you. But that was okay because I got burned into in because I was being a mother mm-hmm. and because I was teaching my daughter something that was way more valuable than a little burn on my hand. Absolutely. So I say that to say, because all women have scars mm-hmm. and every scar has a story. Mm-hmm. And if we started to embrace those stories and to tell those stories of, I got this scar because I did this, maybe we would start to look at women in a more realistic fashion and not as someone that's on television that's been airbrushed. Right. No kidding. Or in magazines. As the magazines who you don't see one scar on their bodies. Right. And they have them. Absolutely. But guess what? Each scar that a woman represents, it tells a story. But let me tell you why it tells a story. It tells a story because everything that we go through should be a stepping block to where our destiny is to take us. Absolutely. But when we don't tell that story, we rob others of getting to theirs. Well, and it's also it's also evidence of survival. Yeah. And it's evidence of our strength. Absolutely. And it's, it's reassurance of we can get out of a bad situation and it didn't kill it's us. It's all of that. Right. It's all of that. Mm-hmm. It it is it is a way, it is a physical way of saying I survived. Mm-hmm. And if I survived it, you can too. Because what we show women, this is the example that we show women. We show women, like, I love the fact that when I interviewed you this week, you had on no lipstick. You had your hair up in a ponytail. <laughs> I never wear lipstick. Don't yeah. wait for that day. <laughs> it's just the weird thing about things on my, like, on my mouth. Like, I'm yeah. trying to drink water and then it gets off on the water and. Yeah, but I loved it. And the reason, I did look bad, but I had pit stains. Well, I just hate. I, I didn't think you looked bad. Okay, good. I hope in the video it does not show. You, but that's okay. See, you did surprise me. That's what happened when you show yeah. up with video cameras. And um, yeah, I did. Did I not did. have my primping police with me. But but this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. Because I saw you in your raw form, mm-hmm. which I absolutely loved. This is the thing. When we like. At our event that's coming up, mm-hmm. we're all going to be in our best. Our hair is oh, going to yeah. be done. Our makeup's going to be on. Our clothes gonna are going to be on. We're going to look like great. Yes. Okay. But guess what? We have a sense of faking it until we make it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we always portray ourselves. And when we allow women to see us, we're in our faking it mode. Oh, which yeah. Which means we're all dolled we're good. up. We are good yeah. at it too. Women are, exactly. women are great at we're it. We're great actresses mm-hmm. and we know how to put on to get us through and then yep. when we go home and when we take everything off we take the eyelashes off we take the makeup off the nails off any enhancements we take all of it mm-hmm. off and then we are a shell of a person and we're looking in the mirror and the very situation the very circumstances the very pain 
everything that was there when we left is still there when we return. Right. So this is my We've just hidden it. We've hidden it. We've masked it. So this is, let's take the mask off. Mm-hmm. Which is why I love to see you in your raw form because this is a way of saying to women. It gets women, worse than that. That is not my raw form. <laughs> that was like maybe midwaying. Well, see, I thought you looked great and I well, thought that was your you. raw form. No, yeah, it gets but, way worse. But trust the thing, me. But the thing about it is, this is the thing. We're now, what you did on that day was to say to women, yeah, I'm getting an award for this, but I need you to see that. It takes all of this in order to get there. Exactly. That's what we don't show. Yeah. We show our made up selves, but we mm-hmm. don't show the struggle. We don't show the pain. We don't show. Sometimes we're the losing real, a lot. The real story. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't show the scars. You know, it's funny. Okay. I'm going to share the story and I don't know if somebody's going to get upset about it because I'm about to say somebody's name on the air and mm-hmm. it's not, it's a, it's not an unflattering story, but I'll just say that, um, this is an, I think a real example of exactly what you're talking about. So when we interviewed women for the powerful women of the Gulf Coast magazine and we were going to feature women, we had to send out a photographer to do photography. And we ended up picking one of these women that we interviewed for the cover. Mm-hmm. She was at the time the chief medical officer for Sacred Heart, which meant she was the boss of all the doctors, mm-hmm. all the medical staff. She was the head honcho top person. She had a phenomenally stressful job. And mm-hmm. I ended up getting to know her casually and we'd go have wine every once in a while. And um, I got to know the real story behind her. You know, the the struggles, you know, like you said, the non-made up. I never saw her look. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman, mm-hmm. but she could show up with jeans on and her hair put up and she'd look, you know, gorgeous. But um, but she would tell me the real stuff that was going on, you know, how tough her job really was, you know, nothing, you know, detailed. But I mean, I knew the inside kind mm-hmm. of scoop. Well, when it came to time for the um, cover shoot for that cover, we had her there. And then we also had um, Quint Studer. And um, we had the two of them on the cover. And then we also had Quint's wife, Rishi, on the cover. So Quint and Rishi showed up together from, you know, to the photo um, shoot. And the other lady had come maybe about a half an hour early because she had come with um, three different outfits. She had the outfit she was wearing. And then she had two other outfits, depending on, you know, kind of what we wanted to look at. She had three different pairs of shoes. She had her whole makeup bag with her, but she had just come from having her makeup professionally done. And she had also had her hair professionally done. And we showed up for this photo shoot at like, I think it was maybe eight o'clock in the morning because she had to then go to work for a full day. So in order to get all that done, she probably was up and at places at five o'clock in the morning to get prepped. Well, she shows up, her and I are talking. She looks phenomenal. Um, and then Quint and Rishi come come in and Quint's schedule, you know, both of their schedules, I'm sure, is insane. So they come in and literally Quint has got a shirt on that that is not the cleanest pressed. It's wrinkled. He's got his jacket on. His shirt's kind of crumpled around. His hair uh, looks like he's just gone through a wind tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got, I mean, his outfit matched and stuff like that, but it was a much more... Not necessarily a casual, but it wasn't like a, um, I wouldn't say it was like he got dressed up or mm-hmm. anything like that. And, um, but Rishi was the exact opposite. She came in, she had change of clothes. She had had her makeup done. She had her hair done. I mean, she was, you know, mm-hmm. looked phenomenal. <clears throat> and I remember that day looking around, um, and Quinn's just funny like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up going over and I had to yank down on his shirt from under his jacket to like straighten out the wrinkles in the shot. And we were able to, you know, do it. I had to go over to Rishi and say, do you mind if I put my hands on your husband's hair? And <laughs> and I had to go over there and like, 
lick my fingers and push his hair down. I mean, it was, you know, it was funny, but it was, I look back at that moment and realizing the amount of work that those two women put into being shot for the cover. And I agree, if you're going to be on the cover, you know, we're going to, we're going to look good. Absolutely. But I don't know that Quint looked at it the same way. No. You know, and, and part of it, I'm sure, was he gets photographed all the time. Phenomenally successful, rightfully so. He should be spotlighted. That's not, you know, something new for him. Um, but the lady that we were putting on the cover, the chief medical officer, that's the first time she had ever been recognized from outside of her industry. We were the very first people that recognized her. And this is a phenomenally successful woman. I mean, chief medical officer is a, is a very high position in any medical facility. Um, and, um, she had achieved so much through her career, but for her, that was the very first time she was, she was awarded anything or recognized in any way. But it was an interesting, I took interesting parallels there, there to what we as women will do in that in that type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's so true because, and, and, you know, men are just men. For men, they really, uh, well, they're not, they've never been probably raised. And with the amount of attention yeah, that the media exactly. puts on the women versus men. And I remember a couple of years ago, Powerful Women um, aired a uh, movie called Misrepresentation. Yes. I don't know if you remember yes. that. It's a phenomenal. You can get it on, on, I think, Netflix or it's on something. But it basically talks about what the media does to suppress women's confidence mm-hmm. because of how they per- portray women. And it's in the political arena, but it's also in the, you know, leadership type of arena. Um, you know, the number of, of public attacks from women. I keep it tagged. You do have it tabbed. <laughs> Look at that right in your in your phone. Yes. It's a phenomenal movie. Have you watched it with your daughter? Not yet. Actually, I want to take it and allow that to be something that I do a conference and use that as a part of. Absolutely. We did. We aired it and and literally we had popcorn and people, you know, snuggled up on the ground and watched mm-hmm. sat there and watched the movie and it yeah. was it was amazing. It was a really cool cool movie. Yes, yes. And and you're right and and that's what I'm loving about this conference um or the event that we're having on August the 26th at at one o'clock because this is an opportunity for us to be celebrated for but also for women in the audience to see um, the realness of the women. Yeah. To see, okay, I see everything that you're doing. Wow, you so deserve this award because I'm hearing all of the accomplishments that you've that you've made and all of the the, the contributions that you've made to the community. Wow, you're awesome. But it also gives you a little bit of the backstory as well. So well, that, it's it's connecting the real exactly the real story to the to the outcome. Exactly. You know, to the to the you know stand on stage version. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's super cool. I yeah. didn't know you were doing that until you came and we talked about it for yeah. my interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's phenomenal because I think it's so true. We as women were really good at hiding. I know oh, I am. Yeah. I am the best at hiding. You would never know. I could be. Ugh, just life has fallen apart. And from the outside, I am going to look like the most confident person in the room. But that's what we do. And we, we do. We're do really it good at it. And it is a good trait to have because Absolutely. we can we can play that poker face a little bit better. And that's why in the financial industry, they always talked about women were better investors because they wouldn't jump in, in, a, in a, you know, in a, you know, angel capital or in a, you know, in a, in a tech deal. They wouldn't jump out. Mm hmm. As quickly as the men would. Mm-hmm. They had more tolerance and a little bit more, I guess, 
even keel. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's a, and it's a great trait to have. And mm-hmm. I love being that way. You know, I love being that way. Yeah. But I think that we also have to give women permission to be soft. Absolutely. Well, and to say it's okay. Like and I said okay. earlier, you know, you loved it that I opened up to you and told you mm-hmm. that I was cleaning condos. Yeah. I have not told that to many women. Yeah. I'm going to tell that to a lot more women because yeah. I never, for me, it was more about being embarrassed, you know, or saying, oh, what, you know, what is my reputation going to look like if I, you know, would tell people that or whatever. So I want to thank you for helping me understand that it helps other people to be real. Mm-hmm. Well, thank and you. I can't yeah. wait to hear the stories of some of these other women. Do mm-hmm. you want to talk about some of these other women that are getting awards? Cause oh. I'm blown away and I can't, yeah. I can't wait to hear about, hear about them. And before you do that, go through the date and the time, how mm-hmm. people can get tickets, where it's at. Okay. What else you're looking for? Like vendors or sponsors? All of it. All yeah. of the above. All of the above. The event is Inspired to Inspire Luncheon of Honors, and it's going to be held Saturday, August the 26th at 1 p.m. We are looking for, if you would is like to be a vendor. Pensacola Grand? Is that the Pensacola Grand okay. Hotel, which we're very excited about? Yeah. And if you would like to be a vendor, we are totally open to that. Please give me a call. Um, my email address is marshallmediation at cox.net. You can send me email over. And we'll I will put it in the, the show form. notes, too, Perfect. when we put this on the web we'll have show notes yeah with that so anybody my phone number yes okay 850-554-4942 so we are looking for vendors for the event as well as we're also looking for glam back sponsors yeah i'm excited yes i'm excited we are getting so many businesses that are saying that they want to be a glam back sponsor and the only thing that you have to do is to donate 30 gifts to the glam bags it's your choice to advertise your business are you looking for like it's not um, just business card and flyer, right? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are actually. I have to gifts. say that because sometimes yes. people think that's what you, people absolutely. Mean. We get the same thing with our. We call them swag bags mm-hmm. at ours. Um, you call them glam bags because uh-huh. yours are going to be. I know you're going to be awesome. They're well, going to be. They're just cool. glam bags because we're trying to think about different things that women would want. Right. Right. You know. So we right. You have soap. Yes. You guys have to go to Artful Soap Company in Cordova Mall. They actually make their own soap and they have already donated 30 bars of soap to go in the glam bag. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, we've gotten hair care products from, um, new dress from Atlanta that's Mm -hmm. already been mailed. We have Renfro nuts. They're donating. We got all of these businesses that are really saying that, Hey, and and, you know, that they want to support and these are for VIP. So we only have a certain, a limited amount of these glam bags for VIP. The tickets are $40 and they're $50 for VIP. But this is the so, thing. Okay. So in reality, don't buy the $40 ticket. You just need to buy the $50. You just really need to get the VIP right. ticket, get which the is VIP. $50. Right. Absolutely. Um, but understand something. Everybody that comes is a VIP, but yes. you want the VIP ticket. Yes. You um, want the VIP ticket. And the great thing about it is, um, you know, like I said, we, we do need more sponsors. If you would like to be a sponsor of this event, you can. If you would like to be a glam sponsor, you definitely can. If you'd like to be a vendor, you definitely can. We still need everyone to participate in, in this event. This is about honoring these wonderful women in the community, but it's also about inspiring the people that are coming. This is something that we're trying to make sure that everyone is able to receive something from this event. Well, and you stay at, you know, yes, and and this is how I feel about it too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be up on stage. I'm mm-hmm. one of the the award winners. Um, and I just happen to be the one that's up there. Mm-hmm. Like any one of these women in the crowd, 
could be up there next year. Mm -hmm. That's the whole purpose of this is that we all, there are so many of us doing phenomenal stuff. And why don't we all come together as like a collective and start, you know, just this huge like high five train. Exactly. Let's, let's celebrate each other and let's, and let's be happy because we're all accomplishing phenomenal things. Exactly. So this is about helping the audience understand that they all deserve to be up on stage too. And And if you could have every one of them. Yeah. And if you could have everyone up there, I know you would, Terry. Absolutely. That's how you are. You were only supposed to give out, what, four awards and you added one more? Yeah. Because you can't stop. Actually, five and we added a sixth Five and you added six. So, yeah, yeah, you can't even stop celebrating the women that you're supposed to celebrate. Exactly. And the great thing about Uh it is, so we're we're honoring the six women, well, five women in an organization, which is Jack and Jill. Not only that, but we still want to do something because we're still giving back in the way of information when it comes down to our guests. We're getting them excited. We're giving things to them as well. But guess what? This is a fundraiser for Favor House. Yes. And if you're not familiar with Favor House, is our local domestic violence agency. Um, We like to go out and we spend time with the people that are there. We actually, even if they told me one time we went and we served dinner mm-hmm. to the residents and they said, you know, we would actually like name brand cereal. <laughs> So guess what? I went and I bought probably like four to six boxes of Dame brand cereal. They wanted that's cereal. Or well, fruit. that's so, well, and that's so true too. When you're in, in that kind of situation, the people that are staying at Favor House. Exactly. Life is tough, you yeah. know, and sometimes you just want that one little piece of remembering what it was like. Exactly. You know, that experience exactly. of opening the cabinet and there's that favorite brand that you used to eat. You, exactly. You and know, and so how minor. Huge, right. And how, but how huge that is for them. Exactly. And and this is not something where, you know, for me, I have to go where I know I need to let them see me bring it. No, I go to favorite house, drop it off at the front. Hey, I'm just dropping this off. See you later. Exactly. You know, so that's the great sometimes thing. That's the best thing. Yeah. Best thing about that kind of giving is. It's like not seeing. I'm not waiting for a donation receipt. I just want to drop it off. I just want to brighten somebody's day. And as soon as I walk away, I can, I can, in my mind, I visualize that big explosion behind me. Yeah. It's like I'm walking off into the away and Mm -hmm. into my car and behind me, like that power of holy moly, look at this awesome stuff. And then it goes from there to there to there. And all these other people are so excited and happy Mm -hmm. about a small gift of something like that. So So, how are you giving to Favor House? Is it um, some of the ticket sales are going there or do people need to bring wish list items or what? what, what This is what I'm going to start even asking Monday. I'm going to really ask if everybody could, you can, you can bring items. We will definitely collect items, but I'm also asking if everybody could bring a a check. Okay. If everybody could at least bring a minimum of $25, I think written that out would, to Favor House, written out to Favor That's House. Awesome. And Favor House will actually have envelopes there. Oh, cool. And so we will give an envelope to everyone that's there. All you have to do is to insert it in, and it's a, it's a tax deduction because they are a nonprofit, but a minimum. Now, let me say this. If you say, well, God, that's not enough, then don't be limited to 25. It's not coming to us. It's going to go directly to them. They're going to be there the night of the event. And we, I mean, we're planning something phenomenal as well, but they're going to be there the night of the event. So you can actually fill out the envelope, the favor house envelope, and they're going to be at a table. You can actually take it to their table and hand them a credit card or whatever. Yes. Cool. You know, drop it off to them. That's awesome. And they're going to send you a thank you notice because of your great contribution. But this is a way of giving back because, you know, favor house does some amazing things. 
They provide counseling and education and all of that for the families um, and for the children as well. Not only that, but they house them and they feed them and mm-hmm. they help with clothing. They do. Yeah. We donated years and years and years in a row with those little travel shampoos yeah. and whatever for the showers. Yeah. You know, that's and awesome. Yeah. Because a lot of times I would imagine women that come there, they don't get a chance to pack a suitcase. No. It's not like it's not like they didn't have that stuff at their house, but whatever situation they're in, they're getting out of quick. Absolutely. You know, and they're not looking back and Mm -hmm. there are should be, you know, supported in any way that they that they can, because that takes an incredible amount of confidence from Mm -hmm. somebody and strength to run away from a bad situation. Absolutely. So that's why I say to me, if we at least did a check for 25, they know their needs better than we do. Therefore, they are able to have those resources more readily available. Last year, we raised over twenty four thousand dollars. Are you serious? Absolutely. That's huge. Absolutely. So this year we want to do the same. So yeah. if everybody brought their 25 plus yeah, no <laughs> checks, you know, directly to Favor House, we're yeah. not trying to touch it. We're just getting the number at the end. But if you bring your checks, um, understanding that you're making such a huge difference to women that are in domestic violence and their families as well. Yeah. You're helping to provide stability, counseling for them, yeah. which food for them, clothing for them, yeah. shelter for them, which is absolutely major. It's so huge. yeah, it's so a way huge. that we women are still giving back. Well, and this goes right along to your whole thing of the scars thing, you absolutely. know, talk about scars. What are some of the scars of the women that are at Favor House? I mean, absolutely. those are deep. Those are, those are deep. Fresh. Those are, you know, mm-hmm. those are tough. Absolutely. Those are tough. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do something at the Powerful Women meetings and I tell people to tell each other to up yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terry, that's so funny. funny. She rolled <laughs> I her think eyes. about that. <laughs> I know. So that my, caught me off guard. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's funny because I love the shock value sometimes and mm-hmm. things like that. So I encourage women to go each, up to each other and mm-hmm. say, up yours. Yeah. And when, if they don't get slapped, hopefully they wouldn't get slapped. <laughs> but no, I mean it in a funny way, because what I mean by it is up your giving. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we give, I mean, we know, I know we do. We Right now it's the school supply stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've donated school supplies. to so I don't know how many different organizations that are collecting school supplies. You know, so we as women are already givers, but um, I kind of turn it around to my audience and tell them to up their contribution, mm-hmm. up the amount that they're giving. And and it doesn't necessarily always have to be in the monetary form, yeah. Um, but it could be just in, you know, lending us a, a helping hand, smiling to somebody, telling them they're doing an awesome job. Even the cashier at whatever store you run through at the end of the business day, yeah. you know, telling them how valuable they are in our community. And and when they do a good job and ring up your stuff, tell them they're doing a great job and Absolutely. support them because I think we need much more of of that in the world. So up yours to our audience about their contribution to the Favor House. Absolutely. And let's get them to not only buy a ticket to your event, Mm-hmm. Come with the mindset that we are there to celebrate everybody. everybody. I would love it. I would love it if I looked around that day and saw all these women that were just as dolled up as I'm going to be. You know, Absolutely. how much energy would we, we get from that? We need to pack the place out. We do. How you know, many can you hold? Um, What's if your we capacity do for the style, event? Is seven, it's 210. Okay. So I'm trying to do 250. Two, 250. Okay. So 250 <laughs> is the goal. Two, exactly. Let's get 250. Are men included? Do you men have any guys come? My husband is coming. I know, Joseph. He's the best. Yes. My he's husband is best. coming. Yeah. He is the most supportive, too, yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah. It, he is. It, it, y'all are great. Y'all are a great couple. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I mean, so this is a great way. We're, we're celebrating in so many different ways. We're celebrating women on so many different levels. And let me just say this. Um, just for GP, we're celebrating Colleen for Entrepreneur Award. 
We're celebrating Jack and Jill of America for Community Service Award. You got to come out and hear Sarah Ellis' story, guys. I mean, I don't know anybody on that list except one of the award winners. And and this is great because this I'm is so what I, this is what I love them. about this. We hear about, and this is the thing, and I hate to say it like this. We hear about certain women all the time. We do. But there are so many more women that are just as fabulous that we don't. These are the ones that you may not hear about. But guess what? Their contributions are no less. Absolutely. When you hear about Sarah Ellis and what she has done, you're going to be like, OMG. <laughs> I'm going to be like that for every one of them. I Absolutely. hear those stories all the time. And honestly, that's why with Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast, with our magazine, that's mm-hmm. why we did our magazine. Yeah. And we do focus on some women that people have heard of, but we focus on a lot of women that nobody's heard of. Yeah. And I'm blown away. I get... Yes. I get so much out of those interviews. Mm-hmm. And the scary thing is people are always giving me names of people to interview. Yeah. And that's the hardest part is that I've got a spreadsheet that's way too long of names. And I'm because there's I need not, those names then. I'm going to give them year. to you. Next Absolutely. Year. Well, and I'm hoping, are you going to have people at this event? Are you going to have them be able to nominate for next year? Or is that open You yet? mean to start the nominations? Yeah. To go ahead and at least start the process. Cause in, um, and this is just a little brainstorming mm-hmm. out loud. It's yeah. your event. I don't yeah. mean to be up in your business, but That's okay. I'm we about share. to tell you, I'm about to you tell you, but you're about opinion. to tell me what to do. I am. <laughs> I'm about to. <laughs> no, just uh, I thought would be really cool is that these women are all going to be inspired and they're all going to be, you know, excited. And I've already seen on Facebook, some people have posted on, on my mm-hmm. flyer saying so and so should have been nominated. And I'm yeah. posting back to them. Yeah. So and so should have been nominated. Yeah. You know, let's nominate them. So if at the end of the event, you had a form that people just said, here's somebody I want to nominate for next year. Mm-hmm. And they just put the name of the person they want to nominate. And then they put their own name and their contact information. Then you would have a whole database of people. Yeah, that's true. That you could just, and you might want to only email them two months before the event next mm-hmm. year, but email them and say, you, you suggested this person. Now I need your nomination for Absolutely. And I let's do get that. like 500 women nominated next year or a thousand. I want to, I want the competition to be stiff. Yes. I love because that there's, idea. Because there's so many women. I mean, it's scary how many women should be celebrated. Yes. Even just in our, you know, we named it Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. Uh-huh. But we could have just named it Powerful Women of Pensacola. Absolutely. I mean, just in Pensacola, there's so many women. Mm-hmm. And then you branch out to Santa Rosa County and you branch out yes. further to Mobile. And you look at what's going on on 30A yes. in Panama City and Destin yeah. area, Walton County. We're always getting opportunities through Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast of so many things that should be celebrated. Because mm-hmm. Sarah, Sarah's out of Santa Rosa County. Is she? And yes. then another award winner you have is Tallahassee, yes. right? Miss, um, yes, we have Paula DeBose Johnson. She's going to be coming to us from Tallahassee. She's getting the Phenomenal Woman Award. We have Sheena Payne, which is the principal of West Florida High School. And then we have, we all know, and we love her, the amazing Sue Strong that's being um, that's being awarded. Uh, um, she is the, so the humanitarian humble. award. She is absolutely. I mean, we have some great people. And then what I'm loving about it is you got to be there for Miko's sweets and eat sweets and treats. She's phenomenal. I know her too. She does some awesome. cool cupcakes. Is she bringing cupcakes? She's on a dessert table. Oh, yeah. She is a she is a longtime friend of where my sisters. Um, so you have. This is the awesome thing about it is you're going to have women that are being awarded, um, getting awards. You're going to have women in the, the the audience that we're inspiring. You're going to have women that's going to be performing that day, whether right. through you poetry or song or uh-huh. dance. Uh-huh. You have a, a Rosalind Brock, which is a phenomenal keynote speaker. I cannot wait for you to hear her. Um, we're flying her in. She is like phenomenal. 
You know, um, she's coming in. You got Favor House. I mean, and then our vendors are female. I mean, it's just. It's going to be an awesome day. It's just some day. sisterly love. It know? really is. It's going to be fun, though. But we do. But you got to get your tickets because you don't want us just to hear. You don't want to hear about this event, but you want to actually be a part of it. Right. This is an event for you to get. This is a girlfriend's getaway to the Pensacola Grand Hotel. Mm-hmm. Get your mm-hmm. friends. Bring your husband. We don't care. And Or if you say, I can't make it, but this is a great event. Buy tickets for someone. For somebody else. I know. Yeah, I buy know. tickets. Cause we just bought, Powerful Women just bought five yeah. tickets. And that's because we encourage, like we've, you and I have already talked about, I've been watching you and, and trying to, whatever we can do to help, mm-hmm. you know, for yeah. years now, because I think there needs to be much more of that support, much Absolutely. more of that collaboration and that community coming together. And we as women, we're a community. Absolutely. And I think we don't come together as often. So we this don't is a great opportunity enough. to do it. So people want to buy tickets. How are they going to buy tickets? And they have to buy the $50 glam bag. Y'all have Absolutely. to get the glam you, bag. You're going to want it. I want one, but I'm not going to get one. But Why are you not going to get one? Because I'm over it. I wouldn't feel right. I feel like I would be taking when you ask for, for someone. Well, here's the thing. You, when, you ask, when you talk to your sponsors or your vendor or whoever's giving you the mm-hmm. glam bag stuff, ask for 31 <laughs> Serious. I know, right? Well, you should. You know what? Well, I have a friend, and this is bad because this is how at least I am as a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other women are like that. I have um, somebody we're paying from Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. We don't mm-hmm. pay anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we pay people, you know, for yeah. services, but we don't have any staff. But we're paying this woman um, to help work on conference because I'm so overloaded and yeah. need the extra support. So we're paying her. I don't get paid from the organization. But literally part of her job description says she has to come in and tell me however many times a day that I'm not taking enough from powerful women of the Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. Like I forgot to pay myself last year, completely forgot to which pay myself in my mind means just reimburse myself for expenses. So I didn't even do that. Um, So now I pay her to actually tell me all the time, Colleen, you Mm -hmm. need to accept, you need to accept, you need to accept your work and your butt off. You need to get something out of this. So I'm telling you, Terry, you need can to have I, a, can you I get, tell you what I'm going to get? Can I tell you what I'm going to get? I know you're going to get all sorts of phenomenal stuff, and this no, is no, why no. you're already if, doing if it. If we if we pack this place, that's that's what that's going to be the joy that I get. I know to pack this place and to see all of these beautiful women that are coming together to inspire and to be inspired. That's 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 what I want. So I if we pack this out. 250. I want a problem of OMG. I don't know where to put all these people. If exactly. I can have that as an issue, exactly. I'm good. I'm all about that. Like I said, there's so many women that should be celebrated. So why don't we fill the room with all of those women Absolutely. and the other women that are maybe not quite at that point that mm-hmm. are needing that inspiration and needing that motivation. I Absolutely. think that's awesome. So buy tickets. How do they do that? They call they can, you or they do can they go call to a website? They can call me at 850-554-4942 or they can go on Eventbrite under Where My Sisters um, for Inspire to Inspire. And we're also selling tickets there. So they have two awesome. different, or you can actually go to Faber House. Okay, cool. Favor House has tickets there yeah, too. Yeah, t- Favor House has tickets. I Good. have tickets as well as Eventbrite. So either the, either of the three, feel free. But just please make sure you get them. Awesome. Yeah, That's definitely. It. Good cause. Good opportunity. Women yes. just need to be celebrated. Some they more. need to be. Yeah. Well, I know you're going to get your gift because I, yes, I yes. received that. I received that. Yes, because Terry, <laughs> you should be celebrated too. And you're doing amazing things in the community. And I just cannot, I'm, I'm thrilled that 
you've achieved everything you have through Where Are My Sisters. I'm, and, but I'm excited, too, to see where it's going to grow from here. So am I. I think it's awesome. And this event, that day, what you're doing, the positivity you're putting in this world, just by putting on this event, yeah. it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see all of you guys that are going to be coming. All Absolutely. 250 of you. At least. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least. <laughs> and... Maybe more is always what I say. Like when I yeah. do my um, when I do my goals and my affirmations during the 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 week, I always put um or or something better. Mm-hmm. Like that's always my thing. Like I want to achieve X Y Z, and then I always say or something better. Yes. yes. So you want two hundred and fifty or, or something, something better. better? Absolutely. Or something Absolutely. better? Absolutely. I think you can do it. Yeah. I think you can do it. Well, you've been listening to Women in Leadership. I have had the great opportunity of being here today, joining. Joining with me was Terry Marshall, and she is the founder, CEO, the everything, wears a million hats for Where Are My Sisters. And then in addition to that, also does um, stuff for Families First and also her role, her past role as a mediator. So I'm just excited, Terry, about your event coming up. I hope we can pack the entire house, and I know it's going to be a great time. But in addition to that, people can also look you up under Where Are My Sisters. Mm-hmm. We're going to get ready for the kickball tournament the beginning of the year possibly your conference ending Mm -hmm. on you know Mm -hmm. uh, what else you want to do and then everything else that you're involved in because i know you're always doing phenomenal things for where are my sisters so thank you so much for your time here today i admire you you inspire me um there are so many of us out here but i know your message today also inspired some of our audience as well so a big thank you to you and thank you so much for having me i so appreciate you and everything that you do for me absolutely thank you absolutely and we will see you again audience um for our next broadcast of women in leadership have a wonderful rest of your day Mm -hmm.